Welcome back to Good Moms, Bad Choices. I'm Erica. And I'm Mila. Happy Wednesday. Happy hump day, y'all. How you doing? I'm tipsy. Me too, bitch. (laughs) I'm literally, I'm drinking, what are we drinking? Glenlivet? (laughs) This is, I don't know where you got Glenlivet from. I don't know, this is gifted to me by someone. And actually Sebastian came over and was like, sis, I'm so sorry, but like I I took a shot out of your Glenlivet. I was like, nigga, you could take this shit. Like what? Glenlivet? I don't even know I had this in my cabinet. As much as I've been up up over your house, up in all your cabinets, I've never seen the 12, the Glenlivet 12 year old. Because mostly old men drink it, but tonight, single so are malt we. malt scotch whiskey. It's a good single malt. I mean, it tastes great. I actually had a ginger beer. My Poetry Bay brought some ginger beers. Thank God. And I, I would never have these fine, you know, did he bring the chasers too? in my home, but here they are. What? He brought the Glen Levitt too? I feel like he probably did. Yeah. He's like a refined ass type of that's man. That's a new drink that's been here. Because I would never fucking drink Glen Levitt. You know I'm a tequila type of girl. The only whiskey you had is your dad's old school whiskey. And I've literally had that maybe since 2012 like in my co- liquor cabinet. Yeah. He had a liquor company. I think it's expired now. It doesn't even exist anymore. You Actually, have- it was in partnership with Ludacris. It's so random. This is very but, strange. But your dad and Ludacris had the I don't know. They're both country ass motherfuckers. <laughs> they the- had a thing at some point. My dad attached himself. He gave me bottles, and then they were done. Those are amazing. It's called bra- country. It was a like country something. Country something. I took a bottle once, and also it's like that's great bragging rights. I wish like my dad had a whiskey with ludicrous. It failed. Well, it's still cool. <laughs> still like a, a, a tidbit. Nobody else's dad did. Yeah, okay, well, good shout out to my dad. Shout him both. <laughs> shout out to daddy. You know, you know you. you, you Get, first you don't succeed, get back up and try again. The great words of Aaliyah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. It's just a really thing. You should live by those those words. <laughs> I can't be liable for anything I'm saying. Just leave me alone. Okay, but, but we need to segue. <laughs> so we're drunk, but... Our guests are not, thank God. Yet. Yet. Um, We're joined tonight by a very special guest, um, the Clit Talk podcast, Lindsay, Sugar, and Katie. Hey, ladies. Hello. Hi. Thanks for having us. Uh, You guys are hilarious. (laughs) Thanks for joining us. Sorry we're not sober, but, you know. This is what happens when you do remote work it's quarantine i'm like is it saturday or tuesday who i don't know my daughter's been gone all my daughter's gone till next friday i'm like bitch i ain't got no kids Uh, my daughter has not been gone since last okay well but i've been gone (laughs) i haven't seen her in a week and my baby daddy's doing so much cursing out and i you know i just feel like the man in the situation i just feel like shut the fuck up (laughs) like i mostly have her yeah like i'm doing work over here so (laughs) I, I hope this never comes back to haunt me <laughs> in court. Like that bitch was on the oh. podcast talking about you didn't see her for a week. Nope. She's fine. And she's she wasted. Also, you have her most of the time. So right. And the majority of the time. Wait. So tell us, because we're obviously talking about our, our momhood. I know Katie, your mom. What about you guys, Lindsay and Sugar? So I am I am not a mom. I have been a stepmom in past relationships, and I'm an auntie. But no, no kids yet for me. But really want them. Take your time, <laughs> honestly and truly. Here's here's where I'm at. This is where I'm at. 
I realized I'm like, fuck, you know, if I have a kid, like I have to have it. Like when Lindsay has it, like, <laughs> like it'll be close to child, like age to Katie. Like I'm not I'm a decline to raising a child by myself. I'm like not doing it with my friends. Like I'm not trying to like, like I already was thinking about, it. I'm like, God damn, if like Lindsay gets pregnant, like what am I going to do for a year? And then I was like, all right, clearly I got to be productive and like time it correctly in time with Katie. So uh, Katie's actually, second baby. <laughs> but actually, as I'm sitting here sipping on my Sapporo beer, I, I, I really just want to say that I'm open to it. Um, <laughs> she hasn't been in the past. Uh, you know, Katie's not until she met Cooper. Yep. That's true. Is, this child who's that? is that your, is, who's that? Cooper's Katie's baby. baby. Yeah. Cooper's okay, okay. Katie's baby. That's her little Cooper, baby. Cooper's my son. He just turned one. Yeah. But but He's sugar, you wouldn't you and wouldn't be raised. But did you see how sugar just took a drink of that when she when you mentioned your son? She was like, I like him, but goddamn, that was that, that was the thing. <laughs> really like the, right. the other thing is, is sugar sitting here saying like, I don't want to do it alone. Like you do have a husband, sugar. Like, <laughs> you're married. <laughs> really be doing it alone. Let me tell you something. From what I can see, from what I can see, this man's about to fall into the patriarchal world order of fathering. I can see it now. I can see it. This ain't going to be no modern family. Like, I, I'm like, and I'm just, you know, I don't know. And, and we'll go into it probably, but I, I really do just around the whole gender identity conversation. Like, I, I know, like, I'm like a femme boss, boss bitch. Like, I'm a gangster Barbie. But, but like, on a lot of ways, like sometimes I like, you know, just don't fully connect with the idea of like being a mom. And I find myself just kind of like, you know, I don't know, wrapped up in my uh, like femininity of like, what does it mean? Like if I'm like a woman that doesn't want kids, you know, and you're fine. And, <laughs> like, right. You're fine. You know, so, I think I think women too, like we're, we're constantly fed this information or this idea that uh, like our, our initiation into womanhood begins with motherhood and it's just not the yeah. truth. It's not yeah. the truth. And it's not this like civics duty that we must fulfill because we have fucking vaginas ovaries. and ovaries. So my husband married me knowing that I may never want kids. And I waited up until I was almost 35 before I decided that I did. And I was lucky enough to get pregnant right away. So Mads, I think you're sitting pretty at like 26. Yeah, you're now? fine. You're good. I think um, you I'm, I'm 21 years old and uh, <laughs> well, I'm I'm 34 and I just left a four-year relationship about a year ago because four years in he decided he changed his mind about wanting to have kids. So I was like, thanks for wasting my early 30s, motherfucker. Mm, Wait, wow, can we curse cool. on your podcast? <laughs> what? Are you kidding? Okay. <laughs> Wait, he, he decided he didn't want to have kids and that was the deal breaker in your relationship then. Oh, yeah. And that, that remember me talking about being a stepmom? That was the relationship where I he had three kids that I was oh. helping him raise some you know the youngest was freaking three years old when I met her and so that was the most devastating part of that breakup for me being a stepmom is such a weird thing um I can but, only imagine I can imagine yeah. that it would be really hurtful that you already have done this and like mm-hmm. hello I'm like just this? give me one right <laughs> like, yeah. yeah yeah and that and that was like the promise that from the beginning of the relationship and he just came home one day and was like I changed my mind I was like Fuck you. <laughs> I'm out. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a lot. I mean, in his defense. <laughs> <laughs> not in his defense, but 
Not in his defense. Only because I'm the one with the vagina. I can see for me, like I have a, I'm dating someone and they're like really want kids. They're older, significantly older than me. And I'm like, yeah, I want to have another kid. But then like, I can see you being like, oh, yeah. <laughs> but like, no, I also, get it. But like, you've had three. What's one more? You've been with this person for the last three, four years saying this is what you're going to do. Like, and you don't even have to carry it. What the fuck? But I think it's not really about the person. It's, it is about like, do I really want to? Go. I think it's the, I think it's the the we call it for us we call it post traumatic baby daddy disorder. Hmm. But maybe oh he's God. experiencing it the other way. I don't know. I don't post traumatic baby I'm, mama disorder. Yeah, I'm not I think defending. It was, it. Yeah, I mean, I think he basically started having a midlife crisis. And look, I think it's super valid if you have three kids and you don't want to have more. Just don't waste four years of my, my life, life figuring right. it out <laughs> when I definitely want kids and you've known that from day one. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's he's an asshole. Fuck him. Yeah. Fuck him. Suck dude. my clit. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> speaking, of clits, speaking of clits, can you tell our listeners a little bit about Clit Talk, what you guys lady are doing over there, how you guys met, how this came to be? Mm. Mm. So oh, we shit. met. Speaking of Sugar's marriage, <laughs> we met, we all, well, we did, we met, we were friends before, but the whole idea of this came at Sugar's bachelorette party, right? Yeah. yeah. And the, the our cast originally was like nine women. Mm. Um originally and it was really it was like conversations amongst nine women and then you know they've all moved on with their lives in different ways and gone off to do great things and it's just the last three standing now. <laughs> Were those all the women at the bachelor party? No. Pretty much. Yeah, Pretty much. Kind of, kind of, kind of. I can't imagine like, talking to nine bitches every week. It was like a talk it was a show lot. on steroids. I'd be like, actually, I don't care about your problems. <laughs> too many opinions. Too many. Too many oh, God. Here she goes things. with this opinion again. It <laughs> went, it, in the beginning, it really did work because we were a book club and we were reading mm-hmm. this book called Pussy, a Reclamation. Oh. And we, our conversations, we'd call in and they'd be recorded and we were like, Oh, if if all of our lives are changing this much, then it could resonate for other people. So everyone had a really a different perspective, which is why we're like, oh, let's hop on the air and see what we can do with this. But after that, it did. It, it was. Um, I think everyone kind of felt like it was too many cooks in the kitchen. And, it was, yeah. Well, and originally a- we were just going to do season one, and that made a lot yeah. of sense. And then. And then the show started to evolve into something else, and it didn't make as much sense to have everyone involved. And um, and they didn't want to. So. Yeah, and they were. Oh, they all had other things that it, it was. It was a natural progression. Um, it's it fine. You only need three yeah. clits in the group, basically. basically. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and and like, clits. Talk about it's a lot of clits. Yeah, it's a lot of clits. This project, this is real, was really like a passion project, you know, from this book club and. Uh, for your listeners, if they haven't read Pussy, a Reclamation by Regina Thomas-Shower, that is what our season one is based off of, which is like as a foundation, like pleasure is our birthright. And that mm-hmm. starts with knowing that uh, to release shame starts, you have to know that pleasure is your birthright. And so we're all about like, you know, not necessarily being shameless, but letting go of shame as it comes up around our sexuality. Um, so much shame has been placed on us from the patriarchy you know and society and like we and so we you know we're like sex entertainment right we're we're here to shed light on a conversation that like and normalize 
you know, normalize this conversation. And and like that clit's not a fucking bad word. On yeah. iTunes, our our name is starred out, seen yeah. star star T, which like, let's be real, like it looks like cunt. Cunt talk. It could be. <laughs> which is and, a very different podcast. It's a very different podcast. <laughs> and and there's like dick talk and like that's not starred out. And so like what really? we're that's here. interesting. Well, it's, the, it's the dick show. I, mean, I think it's the guy's it, name, but still. Yeah, I mean, so, honestly, we've it's, seen a lot of weird things on – I can't figure out – I'm sorry. I'm trying to put pretzels in front of her. Look at this shit. I'm like, <laughs> I, I thought hungry. we might want I'm some. hungry. Can I have one? Would you we're like 5,000 pretzels, and, please? We're drunk and stoned. We need food. Okay. There you please, go. Put those over there. Make sure Where? Where? She's just putting it on the table. There's not a plate, a napkin. She's just taking a full handful of – Pretzels oh and putting so uncivilized. I mean, come on. What is Fire, wrong whatever. With you guys, you guys are it. good moms, but you're making bad choices. <laughs> um, we're starting to get it now. Yeah, so, so really, to bring it back, uh, bring it back to center here. The the idea that you know, then even when we submitted for our went to go set up our Instagram and like it got shut down, like we didn't get accepted because Clit Talk wasn't accepted. We had to go by like Clit Talk Show. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually had our county activated one time. We're just Twice. like this, this is yeah. We're like this is hilarious. Like this is exactly the path to be on, you know. And so here we are, season five, and we are redefining the word "clit." And our acronym is creators, leaders, innovators, and teachers. And what and what we realized is is like you know we started this podcast really removing shame. So we do say if you're going to listen to Clit Talk, there really is something powerful about listening to it from the beginning because you you come on the evolution with us. And it really did start off as removing shame, and now we're realizing that we're inside of this conversation of empowering and like Sugar said, redefining what Clit is and just empowering women and men. You know, we really believe in gender harmony. But just removing like, you know, having taboo, like having one man's taboo be another man's Tuesday and have that be okay. Right. No, I totally agree. I mean, I totally understand that. It's it's so interesting because you start to see, I think even when we started our podcast, we never really understood like the, the ground, like the, we didn't, like we knew that like the things that we did were maybe untraditional, but like until we put them out there, it was like when people were like, Oh my God, I can't believe you're saying this out loud. Like the word <laughs> click or that like you smoke weed and your parents and that I've been, I've been so afraid to smoke weed until I met my friends as a mom. I felt so guilty because I've been over here smoking weed to get by and you guys are talking about it. And even right now we're in like this back and forth with Instagram over our are like IG my, live my, being blocked like for my like fucking t- my 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 silhouette of my butt being out because it says it's nudity and porn pornographic oh but my I God. see like we've been, guys. we've been blocked on IG live for at least two and a half months we can't post that's I don't know ridiculous what. I have no idea what we did like we I'm <laughs> telling you what we did it was my butt <laughs> My butt was on the story. I'm like, I just am so confused by the guidelines and the rules that like society platforms, they all set for us. Mm-hmm. And you don't really know until you put yourself out there and you're like, what? Isn't it some bullshit like that we can have like, you know, these fucking hate groups? You right. Know, thrive all on Instagram. Over. Yeah. But then you put some, you put some titties up and, uh. We went to go, and they're you cool with titties, they're cool with the titties but like who gets mad at titties or, titties or the breastfeed remember like all the breastfeeding pictures were being taken down like breastfeeding is offensive like fuck right. you fuck are you kidding me right now fuck off i post breastfeeding that. pictures all the time 
I'm well all because about they the changed the, they changed the policy around it. They had to. Yeah, people I mean, were like pissed. Yeah, that's not cool. So, well, I guess it, that means if we just keep going at this rate, then our weed and titties will some at some point be cool too. Exactly, you're paving the way. Our name, our name will no longer be start out because right. it will not be a bad word. And you so can put the booty up. Than dick. Absolutely not. And my last name's Dickerson, so fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I was teased my whole life, all the time. They were like, "You like dick, huh?" I'm like, and now I'm like, "Sure do, <laughs> love it." <laughs> What's up to you? Sure do. My my last name's Dickerson. That's how much I like dick. Okay. <laughs> Well, this is like a nice if I could also have Clint in my name, that'd be great too, because it's also makes sense. Also, I like <laughs> both those. I like That's both up. of those things. And <laughs> there you go. And I was born and this neither- way. Right. Neither <laughs> are offensive. Thanks. <laughs> oh my god! I just saw me and a Lady Gaga video, like in the rain. Like I was born this way. <laughs> <laughs> That's that. That literally was my vision right now. Wow. Yes. Oh, wow. Okay, well, ladies, so when we knew you guys were coming on our podcast, we asked some of our listeners, you know, we told them we're having a a, a conversation about sex with some ladies, and we want you guys to submit some questions, um, some questions that maybe you don't feel comfortable asking, or maybe the internet isn't giving the answer that you think is right. So um, we got tons of questions. I'm going to narrow it down. Some of them, it seems like there's a lot of anal questions. There's like, I don't know if anal's like. Wait, so anal was a a lot of questions for them and for the guys? Yes, because we just did another podcast earlier today and like both, we asked both and like everyone has a lot of questions about anal. I'll get to that because I don't know if you guys have experience in it. I'll find out. Katie is an anal ninja, so. I'm an anal ninja. I'm also a nurse, so do it safely. So maybe we should just start there. Okay, so. Um, um, Well, like, even though she was saying. Oh my! She told me, "Oh my God!" So many people are writing us about anal, and I was like, "Really?" But then, in the same like hour, I was also um, forwarding my boyfriend anal pod like podcast specifically about anal, like well, sex talk with my mom. Yeah, sex talk with my mom, anal experts. I'm like, mm-hmm. but she's like, everyone's asking about anal. I'm like, really? That's crazy. And she's over here <laughs> fucking sending anal podcast to her man. We, are, you trying to actually, get, are you trying to get some anal? I'm thinking about it. Okay. We actually okay. did a whole episode. We had one of our my friends who's a porn star who does a lot of anal. She came on and gave us like an entire anal like one-on-one um, oh, anal shit. episode. What's the name it, of that episode? Our listeners need to go and listen on. to that. I'm, I'm looking it up right now. It was Riley Reyes. Yeah, Riley Reyes. Relax Reyes. and take it in. Do you guys yeah. remember? When- I mean, she goes oh. through like a whole series on how to warm up your asshole before actually having anal sex. You know what right. she also says is she's like, men, look, if you're going to put it in someone's butt, you should really know what that's like. <laughs> that, that actually kind of makes sense to me. I think it's fair. I mean, I mean I think it's, and I think it's hot, actually. Me too. Do you like to watch um, like gay sex on like porn? <laughs> Of course. Or like pegging. Does anyone not like watching gay sex? People don't. I'm not 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 really. I'm into like lesbian sex, but not man on man. I just recently watched gay sex. You watched what? I'm mostly into cam girls. (laughs) Cam girls. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I have like a smorgasbord of options. um, But really, actually, last week I was just uh, all I wanted to watch was gay sex. Male, Male gay sex. Um, I really I, like I grew up on lesbian sex. That's always been my thing. And I have to be honest, like last week was actually the first time I ever 
really watch gay sex. I don't oh, so know. You're, so you're you gay. Do. She's like, I'm not going to ask. Like, I know. I was yeah. like, I should, should I like pretend like I've been doing this for a while? You look like a girl that like surfs the internet and watches gay sex right now. Like a 90s. <laughs> Like Spice Girl who watches gay porn. I love it. That's what I'm getting she right is. now. She is. <laughs> okay, wait. I mean, so the episode, it's episode 51. It's called Anal Sex 101, A Porn Star's Guide to Enjoining Anal with Riley Race. Oh, yeah. That does, she really I, does break it down. She really does. Okay. Well, maybe you guys can offer some perspective to this question since you've had a guest on about this. Okay. And like okay. I've I've had anal sex, and but I'm, I'm in no way an expert. In fact, i doing it all wrong because everyone's always telling me that I'm supposed to prepare and mm. I, I never have prepared ever. It's always been like on the fly. Luckily it's, it's been, it's worked out. Like it's never been like a negative poopy situation. So negative. Poopy. I don't know. Cause that's, that's why people call, that's why people deem it negative. Right. They're like, afraid. They think yeah. Right there. It is yeah. kind it's of like unfortunate it. when it happens, but so, so, so one of our listeners asked any tips when it comes to doing anal with a toy to open up your hole before the real thing. So yeah. I'll take this one. This is Katie. Yeah. Um, so Nurse Katie. Let's be real. Let's, let's Nurse Katie. Katie. It's Nurse Katie, okay. So, so I recommend having like a really good jelly lube. Um, the KY jelly is great. And really you kind of want to – you start slow. So what's the question? How do you warm warm up your How, asshole, Any basically? tips on when it comes yeah, to doing anal with a toy to open your hole before the real thing? Basically, just how do you prepare okay. for anal sex? What's the best way to prepare? With a toy, maybe. With a toy. Or like, with well, because toy. I've heard people, like, some people will put in the toy all day to, like, get ready mm-hmm. for the act. Well, okay. Riley talked yeah. about that in the episode, how she, like, warms it up. But it really – what I remember what she said and what I've done is – really taking your time and having the good lube and allowing your asshole to basically open naturally. So you go really slow in, really slow out, and then incrementally make it deeper and deeper until you I'm, – I'm imagining an anal plug until you – it pops in at the end, and that's when you really kind of get the most sensation. Um, but it it's like big at the end, and then it's kind of narrower, and that's how it stays in. Oh yeah, well, I have a. I have about, one. Hold on, one second. Wait, it's the, like the it's like a, it's like it's like this shaped, right? Well, she's kind of she, like yeah, and then they like, have like, like the thing on yeah. the end. I, ha- I, I can I can bust mine out too. I have mine too. in, in the medicine cabinet. <laughs> I do too. Hold on, let me grab my sex drawer. I'll be right okay, back. Okay, go go grab go grab your shit. No, go grab your shit. So Riley Riley talks about like instead of putting like pushing it in, she talks about like almost like allowing your asshole to pull the toy in like almost like your asshole asshole is swallowing the toy yeah instead of shoving it in there like let your asshole pull it in and then she talks about how she would literally before a shoot she would like wear it the night before and like watch netflix (laughs) like (laughs) like and like like, like, yeah and rock and kind of stretch and she would start with a small toy and work her way up to the big one because she was doing like yeah, you know, corn. Yeah, rock. She would like rock with it inside of her and like move like, it around to like you know. get it used to like the the shape oh, and everything. Okay. Instead of Netflix and chill, it's like you know anal stretching and chill. But like also like turn it around. Show like I, I think I like this one. No, the other way because like if you're with your partner and it's in, that's like I've seen shippers just wear these. That's like kind of cute to have in your butthole. Little spot. I actually have a glass butt plug that's palladium and it has a beautiful crystal at the end as well. 
It's hot. It's sparkly back there. I want to add in one little. I've never used this with a partner. I will oh, use you... it. Have I you saw one, it by one with a squirrel tail on it this I've week. I've only ever done it by oh, myself. I've seen the squirrel tails. I put this... it in this week. You know what, I put, I'm going to go see my man tonight, so maybe my... I'll surprise him. Yeah. Yeah. My, 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 my uh, butthole got to enjoy a little squirrel butthole plug. What's great. a squirrel butthole what plug? Like, I mean, it looks I don't know, like, like a tail. tail. Like it's like you know, it was like a little butt plug, and then it has like this entire like squirrel tail on it. Okay, but you in this furry chair, and then yeah. imagining this right. Furry. I was like, apparently, she's just, like, what do they call the like, furry babies? They're like the fur. Just tell me you cosplay and you go to these conventions with like latex and furry. furry she's outfits. into kitty play, you guys. She really is. I mean, he's like I get like on the you know, like on a little chain and a leash and like little down. Oh, you do that kitty play. Yeah, she does. Into it. it. Like, okay, hold on though. We have to be real for a second. <laughs> there is another prep here we haven't okay. talked about. Okay. okay we have, we have terminology for how to avoid the poop situation and like yeah. the distinction poopsicle is really important. Okay, what? Katie, Katie coined this term poopsicle. So a poopsicle is exactly what it sounds like. It's when shit goes wrong <laughs> during <laughs> anal, and you get a poopsicle, and like like, like, like there's like poop all over the dick. dick. Come on, yeah. uh, like, like, right. all right, all right, all right, right. It's so, like an involuntary know. thing, to be honest, because no one's actually ever shitting on someone. No, yeah, When I've tried anal though, like and not been comfortable, it has mm-hmm. felt like I'm pooping. Like I'm like yeah. I'm pooping. You're like, yeah. there's for sure shit in well, my you mind. Have to, <laughs> there's, there's definitely well, you have shit to relax. You can't. Like, well, sugar has a way of avoiding to this too. You can't be yeah. Sugar, how's so, your, what's your way of avoiding this? All right, look. Just speaking from experience, a solid enema the day of, you know, just like cl- get it out. Just, just shit out. I never have anal if I didn't poop that day. Hmm. I'm not trying to, to I'm not trying to like, you know, like think about like a plunger. You know, I'm not trying to like you're not like to have yeah, have the dick search. Look, for if something. you're if you're constipated, anal's a great way to Oh my god. <laughs> I think like a roto root. Roto root me, please. Oh my god. So if you're trying to avoid that, you can do an enema or like you know, just like a laxative the day before. So like I really recommend that because one time I was with my friend and we were doing anal play. And, you know, he just really casually was like, he's like, oh, I need to get up and go to the bathroom. And I was like, what, what's going on? He's like, oh, just, a little, just a little. Apparently. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> he's from Colombia, baby. Oh, he's Colombia, okay? So, like, he goes, he goes, there's just a little poop. <laughs> and he's an anal expert. So he comes back and I'm just, like, mortified. <laughs> All right. Like, why did like, you go? Let me go. I don't know who should go, but I'm I'm confused. Like we're yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, Chica, it's normal. Like, don't <laughs> he starts educating oh me. I love this like, story. It was, it was epic. Oh my so god. So the one thing that I do want to say with anal sex is aftercare is very important. So it's actually very because once you're done and you just have like all this cum and it's your butt, I. So my husband, we finish an anal every time we have sex. So our whole routine is going into the shower and he like, we make out and he puts his fingers on my butt and gets the cum out and washes me. And I think it's a really Mm -hmm. important part of doing anal, especially if it's not something that you do all the time um, to really 
um, leave your partner feeling valued and not like, you know, who does a cum bucket? Experiment. A cum <laughs> bucket, actually. Wow. <laughs> Unless that's your thing and you want to be a dirty cum <laughs> bucket. Unless you, you know what? It, it, it will fall out of your butt. It's funny you say that because the last time that I did have anal, it was with someone who was very, it was, I was, it was actually like, I was impressed with myself that I could even handle this person because he was very large. And I was like, maybe I meant for porn. I should have been a porn star. Um, but after that, I, when I, when he left, I did, there was so much air in my body. Like I just felt I was farting so much, girl. Like I, every time I peed, it was like. You're just like loosey goosey after that. Like, and that's. Is that that's so? Is that an anal down queef? Your anal that's canal. like an anal queef. It's not a fart. There was so much air. It's it was just insane. like the air was a and also that and also that I had to poop so much, but my like my poop it was just it was my poops were different after that. Yeah, Forever. it's, like, no, it's like, 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 like like day and a half. Yeah. What do you it's mean? Like your different? skin gets pushed in, so then when like you, I don't know, I feel this pain. Like the next day when I poop, it's like trying to go the other direction even though just it had all this other direction <laughs> inward and so it's so confused that's exactly what it felt like and yeah. i was like what and i was like and then i thought it was like did he damage me am i fucking damaged for <laughs> life like i did too much i was trying to like i was trying to like i wasn't gonna say no I was in pain, but it was sort of good. Then, it's like a plain and pe- pleasure thing, right? Like, yeah. well, they're the same coin. They're side of the same coin. Like, you know, like they're on the same side of the coin. Like one side is pain. The other side is pleasure. And it's about like being able to transmute pain into pleasure and pleasure. And that's into- like my favorite place to be. Like, that's like yeah. what I love the most. Yeah. And so I'm gonna give, can I give one more tip? Yeah. That, that is really working is two pillows. You lay on your stomach Get your Hitachi vibrator and lay on it so your clit's getting it, and then do the anal sex. And oh, it's damn. Really, really That nice. might be Girl, I would squirt so hard. There'd be no end. Oh, yeah. It'd be oh, like the Bellagio the water fountain. Like towel over the pillow. Okay, well, I'm, so glad you mentioned, I'm so glad you mentioned squirting. I'm so glad you mentioned that. Yay. Because um, we – obviously, we had a question about that. I – I'm a squirter. Obviously. Obviously. You too, girl. What's up? I'm a Everybody squirter. Everybody can squirt. Um, Lindsay, teach me. I so hard. I, I, I kind of, I started squirting at like around the age of 19. I had watched porn and I was like, what the fuck? What is this? Are they peeing? What's going on? And then I always felt like during sex, I don't know about you, but like I always felt like I was holding back because I felt that sensation and I would be like, oh, I don't know. I can't do it. No. And then like one day my man just like made me, my man at the time felt me, made me feel so comfortable. And he was just like, relax, just let it flow and then it mm-hmm. flowed and then there's no there was no going back from that yeah but we've we've talked about this on our podcast and we've had people write in and ask us what is squirting and why does it feel like you're peeing when it happens and so i've done my research on this you know as a squirter initially i'd be like i'm not peeing this is not pee no way this is something different what so what is your what are you guys's conclusions on squirting all right here's the real so for, deal, though like oh, okay. it, it is a little bit of pee it's a lot of bit of pee. It's a little bit of pee. It's a lot of There's actually there's actually there's two different pee. there's two different things that can happen so first of all you mentioned porn and one of my porn star friends cued me in on this don't compare your squirting to porn because what they actually do is they inject water, water in yeah. so that it looks like this crazy thing. Um, so don't compare yourself to that. There's There can be 
that that kind of squirting for a woman, there can also be something called like gushing, which is like a release of a milky white liquid that is not does not have a high content of urine in it. Then there is the more what you're used to kind of seeing in porn, which is like the the squirting motion. There is some pee in there. <laughs> and that's why it feels like that because it's it's but the 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 white creamy liquid actually comes out of a different part. And that's not necessarily have a high urine count in it. And that's more of if someone's like rubbing your G spot and releases that pocket inside of you. Right. And what so, that pocket is, is actually there are two skin, there's two glands around your urethra where your pee comes out and they're called skein glands and they're filled with fluid that is not pee, but it is about two ounces of fluid, which is about like a shot glass, which is actually a lot if you like throw it on a bed. Um, so that's mostly what it is. If, as long as you've emptied your bladder out before. It's mostly liquid from the And see, that's what I was telling her is that mine usually pee – I'm like if I can, if I'm like – if it's not like a heat of the moment, but I always try to pee before I have sex Mm -hmm. because I know that this is a possibility for me. And I find that obviously like once a man knows that you have this capability, it's like their fucking life mission to make it happen and to the point where you're like, chill the fuck out. Like stop. My clit is not a fucking DJ booth. Relax. <laughs> well, but technically, Eric, Eric. every woman can squirt. Like every I mean, woman can be taught to squirt. Like it's physically possible for pretty much every woman to do. It. I have taught several women who have never squirted a board to, to squirt with uh, in the moment coaching. <laughs> like <laughs> literally, we're gonna have to get together. It's a lot of relaxing. <laughs> you have to just kind of you like do have totally to be relaxed. Yeah, let go. Whatever that feeling is that I think most women feel, like they feel that moment where they're like, it's that. That that defining moment where it's like I'm gonna hold back and I'm gonna orgasm because I'm holding back and it feels good, or, or I'm, I'm just gonna, gonna release. fully release and I'm gonna orgasm that way. And right. I think a lot of times we've been trained to not fully release and accept the orgasm the other way, mm. and that's why we don't squirt. This is true. There's, true. There's go ahead and go ahead, sugar. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Uh, this is true, true. Uh, I, I want to bring it kind of full circle to the pooping conversation. Um, I found that because we have we can have 12 orgasms as women. 12. And squirting is one of them. 12 right. different types of orgasms. Yes. Thank you for the clarification. Yeah, 12. <laughs> and 12 uh, in a row if you're really lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> and um, one of the ways that I connected to my uh, squirt queen power was uh, – <laughs> through a different type of breathing and a different kind of contracting of my, the muscles in my vagina. And so uh, it's actually, it was the opposite of what I was used to with like a standard orgasm, you know, like a more of like a full body orgasm or clitoral orgasm where it involved me breathe. How I connect to it is I started breathing and pushing out like I was going to poop. So that's the connection to the whole pooping anal conversation we had is like literally pushing until I feel my like rectum, expanding and breathing into that space. So like breathing from my, really from my chest all the way down, all the way down, even to like, I feel it in my butt and pushing out. So I, when I, when I coach people during a session, uh, I'll, <laughs> I'll be like, I want to push like you're pooping. Come on. Ah, <laughs> ah, breathe out. And uh, it's hot. I mean, it's no, like- it's true. And you might even fart. You might, fart. you might fart. Yeah, you, you might like. Well, I have shot during. Uh, I have shot like a couple times during squirting, which then brought me to the like. I really need an enema, even if I'm not doing anal. 
that part of you is engaged. Come on. Like our butthole. No, it's house. true. I know. Okay. So before you go to a sex party, a, do I've an enema. That. Basically, yeah. Wait, who? Okay, so you're at a sex party when you shot sugar? All right. Um, I've been to many sex parties. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we've, all been, would, we've all been to sex parties together. We have. I've been to one sex party, <laughs> and the one that I went to was with them, and I got pregnant there. Oh, yeah. oh wow! Really? Oh yeah. That's spicy. If so, they ever open up again, what we've done though <laughs> is we've like we've, we've created a, a community as you know as leaders to really educate the you know kind of non-monogamous community, and we've really um, rallied up really wonderful people that are aligned. Like we've we've actually created a new paradigm for relationships. So I want to be responsible when we say like sex party. Before season three, like, yeah, we were in the sex party conversation and I wasn't even at this level of like pussy consciousness that we even fucking be able to squirt. Okay. Post season three, though, it shifted from like the sex party distinction to play party, which I would say polyamory versus polyfuckery, really about like the intimacy and the connection and the friendship and like maybe some sex. And so like from in that journey, then you actually develop friendships, right? You make friends and you have friends who are girlfriends, who are, like friend girls who are like, I've never squirted. Like, how do you do that? And it's like next time you hang out as adults and you have like an adult play date, like you like as friends fucking support each other. And it's like, all right, we're going to make her squirt tonight. And like, we're going to do everything we can. And so in the name, it's like, really, I'm, it's like, it's like a, a new way of relationships Mm -hmm. where sex can happen, but it's more about like sexual empowerment and vulnerability and intimacy. And that's where it gets interesting to be able to actually even discover that one of your friends is like, I want to learn how to squirt. And you're like, fucking let's make it happen and it's not i can show you i know how oh don't my, worry let's yeah. do this we need to make jamila squirt we gotta make this happen well yeah us. you're like you're like we can you to. teach me and the answer is like yes. yeah we like act let's like go. we really yeah, we got you we're your friend of course i feel like there should be more friendships like this i think so too because i mean like why do we have to separate everything you know like something like it's just love and intimacy and squirting and you're having sex and i just I'm, i want to be a part of your sexual exploration exploration and, 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 to, and to more pleasure yeah this yeah. Is exactly if, what if we're erica taught me could teach me how to squirt in lifetime our friendship <laughs> this is something this is what we need cool. to do your friendship <laughs> <laughs> we, share <laughs> we share everything else i think you've inspired something after we get off this call we're gonna have a real <laughs> talk okay exactly you're gonna have a clip That's talk right. you're gonna be like, let's redefine our agreements of our friendship <laughs> oh my god it's all about it's all about setting the boundaries and pushing your edges I agree. Exactly. I agree. In, in fact, oh Eric, me and Erica both got these anal plugs um, from Doc Johnson, and she used hers first during masturbation. And she was like, "Oh, it's so amazing! Like, I used this toy plus this toy, and then when I was gonna come, I pulled the anal plug out of my butt, and it was just heightened my my orgasm so much." So then I was like, oh, that sounds cool, girl. Let me try, you know? So I went to try the same technique, but then I forgot to pull the anal plug out at climax. So after, I was like, oh, no. Like, it's, this just seems in there. I was stuck. <laughs> I was just like, oh, my Fuck. God. What oh has she God. told me to do? <laughs> I went calling her. Like, she did call me. She's like, I can't get it out. Did you oh, go no. over and pull it out for her? 
I mean, Tell eventually me. it came out. It just wasn't okay. fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my goddess. Like oh, my goddess. Um, so, oh hey, gosh. so just so you guys know, we've been rolling for about 40 minutes. I don't know if you want to keep going or wrap it up or what. what's your vibe? Um, I think we can ask one more question and then we'll wrap it up. Okay, cool. Great. Okay. Um, let's see. Okay. Okay, this is a good one. So we have one last question for you guys, and it's don't what? I'll knock it over. Okay. Okay, we have one. (laughs) We have one last question for you, ladies. And okay, here it is. How can I tell my partner I'd like more? Wait, no, this is not. This is not what I thought it was. Wait, (laughs) hold on. This is uh... (laughs) these ones I'm just reading past quickly that we're not going to read. My my partner hates floor play. Help. Oh, I get that actually. Oh no! How, how do get I make girlfriend. myself back sexually attracted to my husband without being faded? Oh Jesus! Oh Christ. no, divorce? I don't know. No, wait, okay, wait. No. Just... Go to a play party. Read pussy or reclamation. Wait, are you guys on field? Are you guys? I feel like you guys are on the field. <laughs> I have been on field off and on. Okay, because me and my. Me and my boyfriend are on field. I don't know if you guys have any success on there. I've seen people post like parties and stuff, but I'll be, I've just joined during COVID, so it's still a bit different. They don't have – they're not like promoting parties or whatever. But I was just interested what your experience is. You don't have to answer this right now, but I'm interested to Wait. know later what your experience is on that app. I because... have questions. Now that we're talking about the app, Wait, have you guys – do you want – okay. No, okay. This is not about me. Wait. No. <laughs> <laughs> have you guys had – okay, because you've had – now attended or hosted, I don't know what you're doing over there, many okay. play parties. Have you guys um, had any play people who are like kind of um, like vanilla generally and new to that world? Because I feel like I want to take my boyfriend, but he's so um, in his head. I wonder, like, I, I just want to know what your experience was with like new people in that yeah. environment, and was it successful or was it like way too much? Well, I think that I think that like Sugar had a really great distinction. There's sex parties and then there's like communities and friends and like play parties mm. that you can become a part of like at a sex party. I would say, yes, I felt pressure to have sex um, at a play party. And the way that we create our parties is really just with an intention of like, choose your own adventure. If you just want to watch tonight, if you just want to, you know, kiss if you want to do nothing if you want to leave 20 minutes and like it's all okay like wherever you're at and if you want to have your boyfriend come into this sort of thing like just be be gentle you know and find a tribe of people that supports like your philosophy around it okay well can we all get in the group chat yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. wait where do you guys live where do you guys live we're in the valley Whoa, oh yeah I'm in the so valley. Valley. we're in the valley everybody's in the valley, the valley? Yeah. We're in the valley. Yeah. i'm in venice beach <laughs> girl we're in the valley we're in Van Nuys. Right, yeah, we're right here. Oh my God, she's Katie in lives in Van Nuys. I'm in North yep. Hills, which is like ten minutes from Van Nuys. So yeah, just what? Okay. Okay, okay, so right I now. think <laughs> what we can do. Let's like quarantine. Let's like you know COVID test and prove <laughs> new STD conversation. And like actually, like something that Lindsay and I have done is like we are with like like veterans, but then we also end up being like we have monogamous friends who are like want to be around us. And just be around, like, not even because they want to be non but just because it's, like, eye-opening. They just want to be part of the conversation. And it's, like, yeah. you know, their guy can be friends with girls. Like, in our in our circle, we always say it's kind of funny. Like, in the past, like, when you text the opposite sex, it's, like, super taboo. But, like, in our community, it's, like, you'd be, like, texting, like, 
all your homies, guys or girls. Like it's just how you be. Like it's not weird. It's like it's mm-hmm. very much women supporting women. Yeah. Women guide the way. conversation. And what we've done is like be like, just come hang out. We have like little dinner parties and hangouts and like fun little like psychedelic vibes or like Wigan and Palm Springs or like whatever. And like, you know, see like what a community looks like since you guys are fucking in the valley. I mean, I think if we can do it COVID responsibly, it could be like actually for you to just dip your toes and see what that looks like. Um, without community, it's it's so hard. And the thing about the field and like, it's great to like start to build and like start to aggregate people. Um, But there's, if you're in like the world where you're just kind of dating and you don't start to build a community and it took us like a year, it really did. It like took time to progress um, for our creative community, you know, that you could very well like make friends and all that jazz, all that jizz and stuff, but really (laughs) want to like jizz. Think about that mindset of like for sustainability, like having people who know each other that know you that are going to be accountable that know what's going on with your relationships that know what you want that are going to hold you to account that are going to be able to be there in the room with you and like if something goes down like put their needs and sexual desires aside and actually like be your friend right 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 no that's that's so important and I think it's a conversation that doesn't get had when we're talking about like being open and sharing within your relationship and like it's always this like either it's like this like hypersexualized secretive thing mm-hmm. it's not about like in support of your relationship it's how do I enhance your relationship yeah. or like how are we saving your relationship mm. versus like how are we gonna like like you're like, let's, I want you guys to be the best relationship you, you can be. be. Yeah. Right. And I feel like, how right. can I support How can I help you? you? Right. How can we exactly. help each other? Sugar and I were like literally having this conversation this weekend. Like for me, I re- like, they, you know, they have this saying like, it takes a village to raise a child. I really think it takes a village to have a relationship. I like if agree you're, with that. If you're trying it to have feel your better, partner, it would be definitely everything. feel better. It would definitely feel better. Yeah. Than feeling, yep. feeling isolated on an island where like you can't share and talk about things because mm-hmm. you've talked about them too much or you're worried what yep. someone Somebody else is going to think or right. like they're going to yeah. say, uh, yeah, well, that's weird. You shouldn't be with that person or, yeah. you know, like Matt, like mm-hmm. sugar will be having like a breakdown with her husband and then I'll be like, have my boyfriend like go secretly like, all right, go talk to him. Like, like, like <laughs> on her behalf, like right. let's work Let this out together. Yeah. But like man to man. Yeah. I, I mean, so cool. you think that you can have every conversation with your partner and not need like a third person or another perspective. Like you're crazy. <laughs> we bring our partners on okay, our last show question. quite often. Oh, you do? That's nice. Yeah, we, we do. do. Okay. Wait, Those so everybody has a partner? Lindsay, are you in a, you're in a relationship too now? Yeah. Yep. yep. Okay, wow. I have a I her boyfriend. Around. <laughs> her boyfriend's like, an actual that. wizard. Oh. Oh. This man, I could bring like all my nasty, all my fucking intensity, all my like, Wah! and sometimes I feel beautiful at the end of conversation with him. <laughs> Why? Are you an no. act? I'm at the ministry of motherfucking magic right now. <laughs> That's amazing. That is amazing. No, we all we all have really incredible partners, and um, and we we brought them on the show, and we've been we've been really vulnerable about the break like when the when clip talk first started i was with the other guy that i told you guys about and so my whole breakthrough and everything is like out there for the world to know because of clip talk and you know we've all shared about the breakdowns and the and the breakthroughs of our relationships and we have the guys on to do cock talk episodes regularly as well Aww, <laughs> very nice I like that i like yeah, that and husband has been mixing our show the entire time oh, we just released an episode 121 today 
And so he is like, he's our boo. Like we love Ethan. <laughs> Ethan is just, oh, he's incredible. He's just, and he doesn't get paid. He does. <laughs> and he genuinely likes our show. Like if he didn't like our show, he'd be like, he's a professional. He loves his wife. He loves his wife. I think he loves his wife. He fucking loves it. God for, for clit talk. Her yeah. last question, you guys. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Best way to coach or guide someone's head game during, or should it not be during the pretzels? Though, sorry. Mm. <laughs> My answer would be both. Actually, I think there are subtle things I would not say. So I've learned this the hard way. Don't say to a guy, "That's too hard." That doesn't feel good. Like that, that's just going to totally emasculate a guy. So I would say like definitely have the conversation like outside of the bedroom. I really like it when you do it this way or you can make requests, but like do it in a way like more gentle, please. Or, oh, yeah, that's perfect. Just like that. So I would say both. Kiss, kiss it like you're kissing me. I think we get a lot of questions like this. I really struggled with this in a, in a previous relationship about like how to talk to my partner about my needs and what I wanted mm-hmm. because I always felt like they were met. It was really him, but like it was – they were always met with such like eye rolls or like defensiveness, defensiveness. So then I became super like I don't know how to have this conversation with anyone. Like how the fuck does this happen? Like is it better to do it during or should we like – should I like, you know – massage him before and like make him feel all fucking gooey and shit so that I can be like you're eat, pussy eating eating game is whack nigga so I so you guys would say that it's a it's a combination of I mean well Lindsay you would say it's a combination of of both during yeah. and, well, because I can really relate. Like, I have been, I feel like almost shamed by guys like telling me I'm too bossy in bed and all this. I do have to be honest, though. Like, my current boyfriend, I can say that's too hard and he does not have a fucking problem with it. He's like, it's useful information. Like, how can I be mad about that? There's no ego in there for him. So, I, I would also say, like, if a guy's really being a jerk about it, that's maybe a red flag. I would, yeah. I, sh- mm-hmm. I should have known that. Yeah. <laughs> Another thing too, like during, I'm a real big believer in positive reinforcement. So yeah. always have like conversations outside the bedroom when there's like a change you're wanting to see, you know, and have it be a collaborative conversation and more like, you know, talking about what, what you guys like, you know, what your fantasies are, what your desires are, what, what you enjoy in the bedroom though, a great tactic I've found is actually applying positive reinforcement. So like as you're, whatever you're, whatever stage of, sex you're in or whatever, you know, whatever stage of sex you're in, you can say at, when it's good, when there's something that feels good, you can say, oh, I like it just like that. Oh my God, what you're doing feels so good. Oh my God, I love the way you're stroking my clit right now. Like, mm-hmm. so actually, so that they can then, it triggers them to in their subconscious to be like, oh, she likes that. Now, if, mm-hmm. if, the, if the partner does ends up doing something, to, you know, hears you say that and then switches it up, then I don't know what the fuck. And you know that ain't your partner. And it's like, okay, what? I literally just said X I and you did just M. praised your work. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, now you're changing it? Like, well, and, and sorry. The other thing to consider is if your needs aren't being met, potentially theirs aren't either. So getting curious about what new things that you'd like to try or asking, you know, is there anything that you've seen that you've always wanted to do? Cause I'd like to, you know, make sure that you're getting what you need. It really creates space for you to also ask for what you want. So not as a manipulation, but just so that both of you are 
needs are getting met in a way mm-hmm. that's positive instead of being like, no, I don't like that. It's like, what, what, is there anything new that you want to try? Because I'd like to try this, you know? Or and yeah, all the other yeah. positive, Posi- reinforcement, positive reinforcement. Yeah. There's also like sometimes for, for people, men or women, whoever's going down on you, um, or non-binary, if actual talking is too much for them. Mm-hmm. So you, you can also communicate with your body and with your moaning, you know, and just like like lean into it with your body or moan a little bit harder to let them know. Because sometimes I found like talking can overwhelm people when they're trying to concentrate. So maybe it's a more subtle communication that they can pick up on as well. You know what I like to do when I'm not enjoying it? <laughs> just be dead silent. <laughs> I've like, literally done the oh same God. shit where I'm just like, you're just like, it's like this. It's like, nope. I'm just like bored. Looking at my I'm like, watch. baby, what's wrong? Well, you made my clit go numb and now Me I don't fucking feel a thing. Like, <laughs> I'm perfectly oh good. Wait, yeah, if, you're, if you put your dick in my butt, you better be ready to come. <laughs> They're all great, great advices. Okay, ladies, before we guys let, before you, we let you guys go, um, we only have time for one horror story, so I don't know if you want to like poll and see which which one of you guys want to share. But we have a sh- we have a, a segment on our show called Horror Stories, which is basically a highly horrific tale that's either just unbelievable, funny, maybe a little creepy, but level, level ten, 10. honus um, that you feel comfortable sharing. So I'm gang banger. Go? I'm gang bang ready. So okay, come on, sugar, let's go. All right, cool. So I'm hosting a play party. It's called Winter Wanderlust. The house is decked the fuck out. Like I love this already. It's a costume party and it's a set play party. Oh, there's always a theme. Always, yeah, always, always. Did fuck COVID? COVID. Fuck COVID. Like no, this is before (laughs) COVID. We were we're figuring it out still. We're like keeping them. Okay, keep us in the loop. Absolutely, my (laughs) my valley girls. Um, (laughs) All right, so where was I? Oh yeah, okay. So it's we're in the North Pole. And I'm like all my guy friends. So I'm in a committed non-monogamous relationship. We're married. We're very open. We create everything's a conversation. We're super into like our community friendship, intimacy, and like not always about sex. I mean, we actually haven't really had sex in a lot of recent gatherings that we've had. It's just we love our friends and you know, but this was a this was a particular play party where like it was going down. And I, I was like, I have one final thing I need to do this year. And so I'm with, I'm at the party and like a bunch of my guy friends are there. And I had this moment where they're all not occupied. And I enrolled them all and my husband in let's go to my bedroom and that's have the five of you and me in my king bed. And I wanted to just be like adored. Okay. So this is my f- ultimate fantasy. It is to have like multiple guys loving on me. I got one of my friends massaging my feet. I got someone, one of my other friends, dick in my mouth. I got other people giving me like arm massages, right? <laughs> so my friends on like either side, my husband's finger blasting me. Okay. And like, remember what we talked about. Let's go full circle at the beginning of the episode. Okay. So like, I didn't know that I didn't know that like I should be taking enemas before play parties. Okay. <laughs> so here I am. I'm in my ultimate fucking fantasy, Right ultimate fantasy. I got all these men on me, these beautiful men and my homework <laughs> finger blasted me. And I'm, I just knew like squirting was about to happen. And I also could feel that there was some shit that was about to go down. Okay. <laughs> Literal. I'm out. Literal shit. So I proceed, I'm like, you know, I'm embracing the fantasy and I just with so much grace slide my hand 
delicately <laughs> under my butthole. I cupped it. And I'm squirt like the Vegas Bellagio water fountain. <laughs> Simultaneously, a turd pops into my little hand. Oh, and God, I was mortified because here I am in my biggest fantasy and then my ultimate fear <laughs> at the same fucking time. Like, can I enjoy this for a second? Jeez. And so I'm just like, I'm square and I'm like, All right, I'm good. Like this fantasy is fulfilled. I now have poop okay, in my hand. Done. I got to get away. So I look at my husband and I'm like, my friends, all the guys are still like on me. And my husband comes up to me and I'm like, I just shit in my hand. Can you clear the room? And with no reaction, this man, he's a God man. He literally is like, all right, everybody, let's give her some space. Let's clear the room. He clears the room. I'm there alone. I then kind of, you know, with my cup under my butt, like I'm roll out of bed. Like a fucking steal. Okay. Like a fucking steal. And I can start now. I can start to smell what happened, right? I'm like, I oh, the timing right. of this was like on my side. They guys were with me, oh my and God, I, I love, your I love oh that man. God. I went to the bathroom. I had to wash my hands like five times, and then like I'm not even kidding you. Like I, I went up to each of my guy friends at the end, and I like totally told them what happened, and they all <laughs> loved me so much more. They're like, the fact that you told us that and that that happened makes that 20 million times better. And I was like, I love my friends. I'm so, definitely okay. I'm your friend now because I don't even know any friends this good. I don't even know either, but we haven't given them the chance. Oh, gotta give them the chance. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, no, you're not my friend unless I can shit in my hand and we can during, talk during a play session with my husband. Unless my I bed. can shit in my hand and we can talk about you're it. it. You're we not my friend. friend. And if my friends are listening right now and if you are cringing, fuck you. You're not my friend. <laughs> fuck you guys. It's over. <laughs> We're done unless I can shit in my hand. And if you're my boyfriend, this doesn't sound cool. Oh my God. I don't know if it's going to work out. <laughs> cry. If you can't handle this, get the fuck out. If you don't want to come to the party with me with Sugar and with Lindsay and with fucking Katie <laughs> and Sugar's amazing fucking husband, then just sign off now. <laughs> I feel so accepted <laughs> and seen. Like, thank you. So that's like probably the best Corey we've ever gotten. That might be like the best <laughs> of all 2020 <laughs> and 2019. And like I said... Friends, fuck you if you have a problem with me shitting in my hand. <laughs> if you have a if you have a problem with any of this, at, at, at this point, if you're not helping me squirt, then what are we doing? <laughs> After we got disconnected, me and Erica literally had a heart to heart. Like honestly, Aww. we need to go over there. <laughs> I'm like, you're coming. You're coming like, over. They're our type of people. It's my tribe. Clearly, they're my tribe. <laughs> Can't wait to get over there. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god anyway you guys thank you so much for coming on can where can our listeners where can they find you let us know where they can find you on instagram and all your platforms um our instagram is at clit talk show um our website is clit and if you go to our website we actually have a free um like a like an e-pleasure course that you can you just sign up for and we'll send you a free um it's like 12 videos of all of our best experts all of our best tips rally raises in there um just something we created that we wanted to give out to people to start you on your ple- your pleasure it's free journey. yeah it's, it's free. free i'm yeah. signing wait, up hold up wait wait, wait <laughs> hold on let me send this to my man right now <laughs> <laughs> it's on the clittalkshow.com yeah mm-hmm. okay got it yep and also, we have a fantastic pleasure store on there. 
Why did what it say that? that it was? Why did it say that it failed to generate my wave file? What did that mean? Don't worry. Don't <laughs> I think worry. It was, about was it, it. Okay. my wave file? Right, right. Okay, no, no, it's okay. It. So we have a fantastic pleasure store as well, and we recently came across our new favorite products. So if you visit our pleasure store uh, or even the Instagram link in our bio, you'll see um, our top two right now is Foria Wellness, of course, the CBD lubricant and um, product line, and then as well as Fancy. And we have a really exciting episode releasing about that product, but we officially put it on our store and it's, it's, it's my fucking favorite product right now. So uh, I would definitely say check out the shop, the pleasure shop and happy hunting to you there. We have also a ton of discounts with our, our uh, products that we have relationships with that we've really fallen in love with. So there's like anywhere from 10% off codes to 20% off codes. So definitely check out the store. And this is all stuff we've personally tried. Like we don't. I've actually tried. We don't personally. I've tried the Foria wellness oil, and I have to say, I really love it. I love it's amazing. Smell. It feels great. I use it when I. I've, I actually only like exclusively used it when I masturbated. And then recently I started using it with my partner and it's excellent. So it's I rec- yep, I recommend. Yeah. The Awaken, <laughs> the Awaken Lubricant. I used it actually right after, after I healed up, after I delivered my kid and where I had some scarring, it really helped with any sort of um, pain as well. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And Kay, and guys, you know where to find us. We are good moms underscore bad choices on Instagram. Make sure you join our newsletter. That's goodmomsbadchoices.com. Um, you can find us on all pa- podcasting platforms. But where you really should go check out is our Patreon. We have secret bonus episodes. We have an episode on there with the ladies over at Horrible Decisions, one of our favorite um, podcasts and also um, just so many other segments that you guys don't get, you guys don't get to see on Instagram. We get sex positions one-on-one on on there. We have some roll-up sessions where we're doing some very personal crying and (laughs) shit talking and rolling weed and smoking weed. So, and we have this amazing, cute ass new segment with our kids. It's called shit. We ask our kids where we ask Irie and Luna, just simple questions like what's weed? What's a boyfriend? What's love? (laughs) And they're five and their answers are so amazing and just honest. So you guys want to definitely check that out. Um, Thank you guys again, ladies, for coming on. Thank you for having us. And we will catch you guys next week at your house. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Solo puedo recordar la luz en la calle de las estrellas, como bailamos en la gran ciudad.